Now, most people's marketing strategy can be summed up in two words, hope marketing. This is where you just throw $50 at something and just hope that it works, but it doesn't have to be that way. So in this episode, I'll share the five rules for getting a 500% return on every dollar you invest. That's right. I use the word invest into Facebook ads. Welcome to Marketing Made Easy with Cham Tang. Our mission is to help you create a successful business you love. So let's get started now with your host, Cham Tang. Now, Facebook ads are hands down one of the best ways you can attract clients. So it doesn't matter if you're a new business wanting to start from scratch or if you're an existing business wanting to scale, Facebook ads really are a must-know strategy because roughly 90% of the adult population either uses Facebook or Instagram each month. So the reason I mentioned Instagram is Facebook actually owns Instagram. So the same way you place an Instagram ad is on the Facebook ads platform anyhow. So it doesn't matter if you've got a product or service, high ticket item or low ticket item, B2C or B2B, which is business to consumer or business to business. If you're looking to advertise to CEOs or graduates, everyone is using Facebook. So the problem becomes most people don't actually know what they're doing with Facebook ads. They might have a Facebook page and you might see a little button at the bottom of your page that says boost post. And then you might click that button. So that's what I would call hope marketing. Just throwing $50 at an ad, hoping to get a result just because Facebook recommends it. So by the way, instead of doing this form of hope marketing, all of the ads you place on Facebook or Instagram should be on the Facebook ads manager. And you get there by going to facebook.com forward slash business. If you're not going to facebook.com forward slash business to start placing your ads, then you're using hope marketing. So the good news is you don't have to be confused when it comes to Facebook ads. You don't have to waste your money and walk away thinking, you know, Facebook ads doesn't work. And you definitely don't have to spend hundreds of frustrating hours on trial and error. So having invested now over a million dollars of my own money, my own company's money in Facebook ads over the last decade and being personally mentored by Facebook, because when you spend a whole bunch of money with Facebook, they reach out to you and ask you to join what they call the high value team. And then every couple of months they do personalized training sessions with you. Uh, having done all of that, I now have it down to a, a science. So the reason, by the way, we use this word science is because it's predictable. In the past, I used to always think, where is our next client going to come from? But now we've got it to a predictable stream of clients every single day, every single week, every single month. And the reason I use this other word, invested, purposefully, is because just like any investment, when it's done right, you can literally turn $1 into $5. What that means is you can turn $1,000 into $5,000. And unlike any other investment like shares or property, we're not talking about years for an investment. We're talking more like months or weeks and sometimes even days and hours. So the good news is you can follow these rules to create this endless stream of new clients, even if you are a beginner, if you've got a small budget, or if you feel you're bad with computers. So my promise to you is by the end of this podcast, I will lay down these five rules that will help you create a successful business that will provide you with you know, all of the fulfillment and the financial freedom you could ever wish for. So I really wish I knew these five rules when I first started. So from one fellow business owner to another, it's really my pleasure to share this cool stuff with you now. So one last thing. Quite often I get asked, Cham, I've spent you know, X amount of dollars, $50, $1,000 on Facebook ads, and it's not working. Why not? So these five rules also serve as a test of why your ads aren't working if you're in that position right now. So let's get started. Rule number one is to target one person, then target everyone. 
target one person, then target everyone. If this rule, if this rule kind of seems counterintuitive, it's because it really is. So it's only something I learned after years and years of running Facebook ads. So on the one hand, you want to target a specific customer, your ideal client. So the more you can target your ideal client, the more success you will have with Facebook ads. So you could have the best hot dog in the world. But if you're selling it in front of a vegan convention, then you've got a big problem. So a common marketing mistake is thinking that your product or service helps everyone. The problem with that is you try and please everyone in your Facebook ad and you end up pleasing nobody. Also while spending many fruitless hours and dollars trying. So the only people you should be trying to please or trying to appeal to is your ideal client. So right now, take a moment and picture who this person is right now. If you could pick any one client to have, who would that be? So maybe it's a great client you've had in the past and you'd like more of. Maybe it's a younger version of yourself like five years ago or 10 years ago when you started this journey. But think now about how old they are. What's the image that comes to mind? What are their interests? What are their problems or passions? So when I start asking these questions, it's a lot easier to imagine either someone you already know or a younger version of yourself. I really don't want you to just make up someone because this ideal client image you have, that's also what you should be using as the litmus test or a, a quick test to see if your marketing is on track. So we like to give that person a name. That person's name could be Tiffany. That person's name could be yourself. If your name is Mary, then your ideal client's name is Mary, but a younger version. So then we always ask, after we've created a piece of marketing, you know, would Mary like this ad? Would Mary open this email? What would Mary like? Would she like a audio download or would she like a Zoom webinar? So we're always using this ideal client to judge how good or on track or off track our marketing will be. So all of the answers you give will determine what demographics and interests you select in the detailed targeting section of your Facebook ad. I'll say that again. When you place a Facebook ad, and you go through all the steps, you're going to get to one section that says detailed targeting. When you click that, you will be able to put in things like they're interested in spirituality or they're interested in property or interested in health, whatever it happens to be. So for example, your ideal client could be a woman between 30 and 40 years old living in Los Angeles who likes personal development and horses because maybe you've got a personal, train, uh, personal coaching program that utilizes you know, speaking to horses or something quite niched. So they must like personal development and horses. So the great thing is you can target thousands of people exactly like this with Facebook for only few, a few dollars a day. So there are also other great tactics you can use to start to target your ideal client. For example, if you had an existing Facebook page or an existing website, or an existing spreadsheet with emails or mobile numbers of your clients, you can upload that to Facebook to create what's called a lookalike audience. So a lookalike audience gives Facebook a sample of what you consider your ideal clients, or it could even be ideal prospects. Then what Facebook does, it starts to create a pattern of what makes up your ideal client and find hundreds and thousands of more of your ideal clients on Facebook. So you give them 100 or 150 Facebook likes or emails or mobiles you've uploaded and Facebook goes and analyzes that and then it starts to determine out of the millions and millions of people on Facebook, out of all of those that who live in your city or your country, which ones are going to be your ideal client and then you can now advertise to them on Facebook. 
This is a free service they allow you to do. To place the ads is not free, but to create this lookalike audience is free. So lookalike audiences, it's almost like cheating, really. So in all the tests we've done, we use 26 different audiences regularly. We're a bit more advanced, so don't let 26 scare you off. But in all the tests we've done, lookalike audiences are always in the top three winning audiences. So targeting your ideal client is important to do. But on the other hand, targeting everyone also works. So this is where you would place the exact same ad, but you would start to broaden the audience. So if you were selling, let's say, anti-wrinkle cream to women, instead of targeting a lookalike audience of your best customers, or instead of targeting what you think fits the profile, like you know, women over 40 in Sydney that are interested in health or beauty, instead of doing it like that, you would place an ad and target only the things you know are 100% true. So in this case, we know we only want to target people in Australia because you might only ship to people in Australia. So I know, I know, this seems very counterintuitive and it sounds like you're going to be targeting the whole of Australia and just doing a shotgun approach like spraying and praying and wasting your money. I thought the exact same thing when Facebook explained this strategy to me. But what it does is it actually gives the Facebook algorithm the Facebook algorithm is a, a secret source, so to speak. It's like their super brain or machine learning. It goes out there and tries to figure out who is the perfect person to see your ad. And it doesn't just look at a few things like their age and location and interest. It looks at hundreds and thousands of different little things because it has a history of everything they've done in the past, everything they've done recently, what they like, what they share, when they scroll their feed what videos they spend, how many seconds on. So all of these things, it pulls together and it figures it out for you. So by not limiting the algorithm to targeting just specific types of people like horses or personal development, you're not putting a ceiling on the potential customers. So quite often this untargeted audience will do better than targeting ones. And sometimes it won't. But like all marketing, you switch off what's not working or not giving you a good return and you keep what is. So right this very second, I've got ads running for both these types of audiences. So quite often people ask me, which, which is better, Cham? Are you saying the targeted audience is better or the untargeted? Or people ask, should I write long copy? As in, should I write an ad that's very long or should I write an ad that's very short? That's the wrong question to ask. It's not which one is better, but which one is going to give you a result. If they both give you a return on investment, you know, one might give you a five times return on investment and one gives you a four times, you'd usually just want to run both of them. You, the only ceiling that you would put on that is if you were too busy to handle the clients now, then you'd probably switch off the one that gives you a four times return on investment versus five. Uh, but quite often, that's not the case. Obviously, that's a really great problem to have, a really great problem to have. Um, and you would have both of them running. So to recap, rule number one is target one person, then target everyone. Rule number two is build relationships until people are ready to buy. What's the goal of marketing? So what are we trying to achieve in all the social media posts, the ads, the emails that we send out, etc.? So the goal here is to build relationships until people are ready to buy. So if you want your product or service to sell like hotcakes, and I hope that you do, then don't focus on selling it straight away. Focus on building relationships through education. Focus on building relationships through education. So if a guy went up to every lady he saw and asked, hey, do you want to get married? How successful do you think you'd be? But that's exactly what we do as marketers when we ask completely strangers, we ask complete strangers, hey, do you want to buy my stuff? 
You see, customers don't buy when you're ready to sell. I'll say that again. Customers don't buy when you're ready to sell. They buy when they're ready to buy. So in the meantime, it's our job to build the relationship instead of rushing into things right away. So a little bit of a little bit of patience goes a long way. That doesn't mean that you spend years and years or months and months. For some people, it could mean a few minutes. For some people, it could mean a couple of days, a few hours. But don't try and go for the jugular. Don't try and go for the sale straight away. So more importantly, while other business owners are frantically fighting over a few clients that are ready to buy right now, you will get the lion's share of clients that will buy in the near future by building a relationship until they are ready to buy. Because only 3% of people are ready to buy right now, and there's a mad rush for all those people. Focus on the 67% of people who could buy if you built a relationship with them. And how do we build relationships with people these days? We do it through education. We educate people by answering all of the common questions they have. To put it another way for you, we give people solutions to the problems they have. We give people to the solutions they problems to the problems they have, and not just any problems that you think they have, problems that they know that they have. Problems that they know they have. So quite often the common mistake is the ad might talk about educating people through a strategy session or a free event or something like that. But people always talk about what they think is the problem. Like the problem is that you don't know your values hierarchy. But people don't walk around thinking, I don't know my values hierarchy. People walk around thinking, you know, I am unhappy or I'm lost in my life. So Educate them based on the problems that they know they have, not the ones that you think they have. And when it comes to education, we want to do it for free. Why free? Because you can reach a wider audience and give people a chance to get to know you a lot more first by asking them to do something free as opposed to asking them to reach into their wallet. So free things could be, and you want to write these down, things like free information via video or audio, a free event could be an information night, a workshop, a seminar, a webinar. By the way, all of these will be on the show notes when you go to authentic.com.au forward slash easy to. Authentic.com.au forward slash easy to. That's where I keep the show notes. But it could be a free session, like a discovery session, a strategy call, free advice, like a health check or a review. You could be an interior designer who comes and assesses someone's property. It could be a free trial, like a 14-day membership to your online training program or software you've got. It could be a free demonstration, a free quote, inspection, appraisal, report. So there's no limit to the amount of things that you could do for free. It doesn't matter if you sell a $5 product or a $5,000 service. There are always questions people have that they need answered before they buy. And you should be trying to educate them on that. So the great thing about all of these education freebies is they take time to deliver. You can't just download free advice. You can't download a free event or something like that. It takes time to deliver it. Now, why is time so critical in marketing? Because we need time to build a relationship. Time goes to trust and then trust helps us earn the right to ask for a transaction. Time, trust, transaction. You may have heard me say that before, and I keep saying it in many different ways until you understand the rock-solid principles of what it takes to attract clients. So this means at the end of delivering your freebie, you've built enough of a relationship to offer your product or service and ask for the business if you feel it is a match. So that is build relationships until people are ready to buy. A big mistake people 
make on Facebook. They could do everything right. But if you're going straight for the sale all the time, just try placing some ads that build relationships until people are ready to buy by giving a freebie and you'll be amazed with the results. Rule number three is called so what? So what? The problem is most people's Facebook ads, they're just plain boring. Like people read the first few lines and they think, so what? Like, and they just keep scrolling. So there goes your hard-earned money and hopes of impacting people's lives. So when you're thinking of what ad to place, imagine your ideal client seeing it on their Facebook newsfeed. Will they be compelled to interrupt what they're doing and pay attention to the ad? Or will they subconsciously think, so what? So you need to ensure your ad is compelling. It's exciting. It's engaging for people. And creating a compelling ad comes down to three critical components. So firstly, a compelling image or video. So this is the most important part of the ad. Your image or your first frame of the video, your thumbnail as it's called, should be inspiring enough, unusual enough, or striking enough to stop people's thumbs from scrolling in their newsfeed. We call this thumb stopping, kind of funny term, but very accurate. So as people's thumbs are scrolling, you want to be able to have an image or video that stops their thumb. Here's a tip. Where possible, use people's faces. So research shows that ads with faces do up to 35% better than ads without faces, like an ad of a product or some type of, you know, uh, I don't know, service or like pictures of the software or something like that. So secondly, you want to have a compelling headline. The first line of your ad is the most important. It's like, what's the most important words that you can write as a journalist? It's the headline of the article. If people don't like the headline, they won't click in and read the, the hundreds of other words that you've written. So you want to spend at least a third of your time just on the headline, at least a third of your time just on the headline. So when in doubt, ask a problem-based question. So the same question your ideal client asks themselves all day long. Internally, they'll ask this question. For example, do you find Facebook ads confusing? You're not alone. You want to meet the customer where they're at. Start the conversation, um, start the conversation by entering what's already going on in their mind. Thirdly, you want to have a compelling offer. So what is it that you're actually talking about in this ad? What's the offer? What have you got for me as the ideal client? This is the freebie that we went through in the previous step. So that is like the free strategy call or the free download, the free video that gives them some benefit. Whatever you give for free, it, it is not an obligation-free quote. That doesn't sound like it has any benefit to me. You want to make sure that whatever you give for free, it has intrinsic value. So whether or not I decide to buy, whether or not I decide to take the next step, I would still have gotten value from this thing. And because it has value, people will be more drawn towards it. So in wording a compelling ad, always phrase your offer in terms of the benefits it will give your ideal client. I know this is quite basic. Many people have heard it before, but you would not believe how many people, how many students when they're asking for feedback on their ads and stuff like that, they fall into this trap once they start writing their ad. Sometimes you can't see the forest for the trees, so to speak. So people also fall into the trap of using what I would call flowery language or talking about the features of their product, like new breakthrough in laser treatment for wrinkles, which is kind of like a so what subject line. I don't really care about a new breakthrough in laser treatment for wrinkles. I didn't wake up this morning or go to bed last night having, I wonder if there's a new breakthrough in laser treatment for wrinkles on my mind. Instead, a compelling headline would be, this woman looks 40 years old, 
but actually just turned 63. Do you want to know her secret? Quite a visual ad. Or if you want to go for a problem-based question, are you sick of finding new wrinkles on your face each month? Like that, that goes straight for the jugular, the actual problem itself. So pretend you are your ideal client reading your ad. And if you find yourself saying, so what? Then you need to make it more benefit focused, more benefit focused. So number four rule for success is test for success. So the fourth thing you want to do in your Facebook ads, you need to test for success. If you want the best ad for your business, the one that will attract your best client with the cheapest investment, then you have to test. You have to test. There's another saying out there that goes, it's all BS until you test. BS standing for belief systems, of course. So <laughs> the best marketer in the world is not a fortune teller. So 80% of the ads you create won't be great. 20% of them will work very well. You have to find the 20% that will work your greatest hits, so to speak. Then you can do more of what works and less of what doesn't. So yeah, you might have placed five ads. One of them is going to do really well. You keep that one and now you spend all of your money just on that one ad. Then you find and test another three or four or five ads. You find the best one that works and you keep that. By the way, when I say test five different ads, it doesn't mean you have to write five completely separate ads from scratch. It could be the exact same ad, but you just change the image. You find another image or the exact same ad and you just change the first line. You change what we will call the hook or the marketing angle. So instead of going for something like a pain-based angle, like have you got wrinkles on your face again this month? You could go for a pleasure-based angle. You know, would you like to look 30 and feel 30 even though you're over 50? So you're going on more a pleasure-based angle. Do you want to discover the fountain of youth? That's probably, something like that. It's probably a bit much. So the problem I find is that people give up way too easily on their ads. They think their expectation is, I'm going to place one ad, spend $20, and in 24 hours, I'm going to have a customer. If that's your expectation, good luck to you, because it's not really going to happen like that. Just like if I was a stand-up comedian, not that I am, but it'd be a pretty good profession. If I was a stand-up comedian, am I going to write one joke, tell it, and everyone's going to have like uproaring laughter? No, you got to test a few jokes, but over time, you keep the ones that work. You, you formulate your greatest hits, so to speak. And now, after testing and testing and testing, I can get up on stage and tell these 10 jokes, and I know at least eight to 10 of them are going to get a laugh because I've tested it. Just the, the same thing in your business. You would have compiled a list of three ads, five ads, eight ads in that example, and you know these are all your greatest hits. And you can build a rock-solid, successful business that you love just off the back of these five ads or two ads or eight ads, however long um, it takes or however many you need. So here's the thing you need to test successfully. You need A, audiences. You want to test at least three different audiences. Could be one's a lookalike audience. Could be another type of um, lookalike audience, people who visited your website. Could be people who like personal development horses, like I talked about before. Could be a no targeting audience where you just say, target everyone in the country. Um, so audience you want to test. Number two is ads. You want to have at least three different ads. Like I mentioned, you can, you can change the subject line, which is the first line of the ad, or you can change the image or the video. Number three, you want to give it time. You want to test for minimum one week. So I'm not saying to test a week, but a minimum of one week. That's because some days of the week are more expensive than others. That's because things go up and down. 
Just like in a stock chart, you don't look at your shares every hour and think, oh my God, I've lost money. I've made money. I've lost money. I've made money. It takes time to even out. Sometimes it takes a couple of days, a couple of weeks, a couple of months. With Facebook ads, we want to say a minimum one week, more like two or three weeks if you've got the time before you make quick judgments. And in terms of money, you want to spend at least $5 a day for each audience over seven days. That's the minimum. So that means in a week, you would have spent $105. It is a lot better to spend $105 with three different audiences over seven days doing $5 a day. It's a lot better to do that than to spend $105 in one day with one ad and one audience. You don't get enough information there. You're kind of just praying and pinning all of your hopes on this one particular ad. So number four was test for success. Number five is let Facebook make you money. What that means is this. Facebook has spent billions and billions of dollars. They've got teams of thousands and thousands of people perfecting their algorithm, perfecting their secret source of efficiently finding the ideal client for your ad. But in order for Facebook to work its magic, a few technical things have to be done correctly. Yes, I know. They're quite technical. Sometimes people can't be bothered figuring out the steps or they just think, I just want to get this ad up right now. Like one of these things I'm going to let you know about is the campaign objective. So when you first place a Facebook ad, Facebook asks you the question, which campaign objective do you want? There's about 13 of them. But 90% of people, their campaign objective will be conversions. That's just what it is. It's not going to be traffic. It's not going to be awareness. And it's definitely not going to be reach for most people. It's conversions. What that means is you actually want people to convert into a prospect by giving you their details or convert into a paying customer by actually spending money. That's what most people want. You're probably not a massive company like Coca-Cola who just wants more brand awareness or something like that. So you want to make sure you get your campaign objective correct. The second biggest thing, and there are loads of these things. I'm just going to give you the, some of the um, more popular ones where I see people fall into the trap of. You need to create what's called a custom conversion. So if your campaign objective is conversions, then you make sure you have set up a custom conversion for your offer so that Facebook can track how well your ad is doing. So what that means, if your ad is saying, hey, book in for this free download, how does Facebook know when someone has downloaded it? Well, if they visited the thank you for downloading this free thing or thank you for putting in your details page, also known as a thank you page, that is a conversion. You're saying to Facebook, if anyone goes and sees the ad and ends up on this page, therefore that's how they have converted. That's a critical piece of information. I know it's technical, but it's a critical piece of information that Facebook needs to know. Otherwise, they don't know what success looks like. They've got no feedback. They thought this person would really love your ad, but until they actually visit the thank you page, they don't know if it worked or not. So campaign objective, custom conversion. And the third thing is you must have this Facebook pixel installed. The Facebook pixel is a tricky piece of computer code that goes onto your website and it lets Facebook track exactly who is going on your website, what pages they visit, how much time they spend there. Without this information, Facebook is flying blind, and they can't send your ideal clients to your website because they don't know which clients are filling in your form in the first place. So the Facebook pixel does a lot more than that. So as an example, if you think of a physical store, let's say it's a retail clothing store, there's a lot of people that go into that store and browse, but they don't buy. 
wouldn't it be great if you could contact and advertise to the people who came into your store and browsed but didn't buy? Because 95% of them will never come back to your store if you don't have a way of contacting them. The same thing is your website. 95% or more of people who visit your website will never return. 95% of people who click your Facebook ad will never sign up for something. Most likely, like they'll go to your website and they potentially won't do anything depending on how good your ad is. So that being the case, with the Facebook Pixel, you can remarket, also known as retarget to them. You could say, hey, Facebook, show me all the people who came to any page on my website that has the word shoes and now show them this ad to do with shoes. Or show me anyone who came to this page that says, you know, free discovery session. And then I can market to them and say, hey, I saw you came to my page about the free discovery session, but you didn't fill in the form. That's cool. Here are the top three frequently asked questions. Number one, how long have you been in business for? Number two, what modality do you use? Number three, why is this discovery session free? So whatever the frequently asked questions are, you could just as an example, remarket or retarget to them. So that is all about letting Facebook make you money by just doing a few technical things. Yes, I know these things are a bit technical, but the good news is you or your tech person only has to do it once. After that, you're home free. So if you would like to actually see me place an ad in front of you from start to finish, I know you can't see that because this is a podcast. If you also like me to show you how to do cool stuff like create lookalike audiences, for everyone listening to this podcast, I'm going to let you know I've got a one-day online event called Marketing Made Easy. It is coming up soon. This is going to be my complete strategy on what I recommend for any business, new or existing. Um, all you got to do is go to authentic.com.au forward slash online. And it's got all the details. You can register for a free ticket there. I'm also going to be going through six other marketing methods I recommend. Besides Facebook ads, there are six other marketing methods that get at least a 500% ROI. And I'll give you examples of how they can work for your business. Any type of business, whether you own like a pool store and ship suits online, or you're a coach, an online membership. If you've got a networking club, I helped a guy out with this thing called Million Dollar Business Club. All of these different types of products or services can work. Why do they work? Just like Facebook ads, you see there's hundreds and thousands of different companies that are advertising on Facebook ads. Uh, so therefore, it'll work for your business too. It's the marketing mistake of the month. So we ran a webinar recently. It was an eight-hour webinar recorded, and we thought this is going to work because we had used another service which was similar. We were using a service called EverWebinar, which is excellent for recorded webinars. If you want to find out more, just check out authentic.com.au forward slash EverWebinar. So that's authentic.com.au forward slash EverWebinar. But we decided to run this webinar, and an hour and 45 minutes into the webinar, a message popped up that said something like, your webinar has been going for an hour and 45 minutes. In 15 minutes, it will finish. But there was still over six hours of the webinar left. So the mistake of the month was we checked absolutely everything, but we didn't check this webinar time. We had about 70 people on the webinar. We had to message everyone in the chat box and say, hey, by the way, there's been a technical error and there's a limitation on this service and the webinar is going to end. We created a special replay page just for them, for the, the webinar. And then we emailed and SMSed them later on to apologize and send them to this replay page. But just a massive mistake of the month. And the reason I share these mistakes with people is if you can laugh at your mistakes, that takes the charge off them. You can't be afraid to make mistakes because that's part of business. That's part of winning. That's part of sport. That's part of whatever it happens to be that you want to succeed at. 
So I remember Michael Jordan said, I've failed more times than I've succeeded. I've missed more shots than everyone else. But that's because I now am a champion. So if he had gotten every shot he had ever taken, that's probably meaning he hasn't taken many shots. He hasn't stretched himself. So if you can kind of laugh at my mistakes and think to yourself, oh, I've done something similar like, similar like that, um, then I believe it will help you. And I think it's like a funny segment too. So before we do the mindset quote of the month, a quick recap, the five rules for creating Facebook ads that work. Rule number one was target one person, like personal development and horses, a specific type of person. Then also create an audience that targets everyone. So you just let Facebook roam free. So it could be all women in New York City, something like that. Rule number two, build relationships until people are ready to buy by giving free education. Rule number three is so what? You've written a great ad, but is it compelling? Are people thinking, so what? Is your ideal client going to read it and subconsciously think, so what? Who cares? Rule number four, test for success. Test by using different audiences, different subject lines, at least $5 a day, at least for one week. Rule number five, let Facebook make you money by making sure you do a few technical things like install the Facebook pixel, pixel, not definitely not pixel, install the Facebook pixel, custom conversion, and things of that nature. And now, if you want to have all of this information in the show notes, all you got to do is go to authentic.com.au forward slash easy two. That's forward slash E-A-S-Y and the number two. Also, I would love, I would love if you could do me a favor and review this podcast, please. You also get the benefit of good karma. I believe in good karma. Anyways, not that I'm guilting you into leaving a review or anything like that. Um, I also get motivated. The more I see these reviews, I get motivated to do more and more podcasts. So just leave the review in wherever you are listening to this particular podcast now, such as iTunes or Stitcher. If you want to know how to leave a review, go to authentic.com.au forward slash podcast review. And there's links you can click there to actually leave a review. It's the Mindset Quote of the Month. So this month's mindset quote is by Dr. Wayne Dyer, the late, great Wayne Dyer. And he said, the easy road gets hard and the hard road gets easy. The easy road gets hard and the hard road gets easy. I have said this to myself in so many situations, literally hundreds of situations to remind myself in business, the easy road gets hard and the hard road gets easy. As an example, you always hear people talk about systemizing their business or systemizing or automating their marketing. It's hard to spend some time setting up this Facebook ad campaign. But over time, it gets easy because you can just switch your ads on and off. It's easy not to set up the Facebook ad campaign. You can just go and do what you're currently doing, like networking or whatever it happens to be. But over time, that gets harder because now you're manually doing it. It's easy not to exercise and just eat ice cream. But over time, that gets hard. It's hard to go to the gym. But after time, it gets easier and easier as you get fueled by the progress as your body gets conditioned to it. So there are so many examples of this in business, small, medium, and large examples. The easy road gets hard and the hard road gets easy. So the next time you feel yourself thinking, I'm too busy to do this certain thing, too busy for the Facebook ad, too busy to set up automation, too busy to write down a process or a system for my business, just remember these great words by Dr. Wayne Dyer, the easy road gets hard and the hard road gets easy. I imagine myself having a little speed hump at the start, taking the road less traveled, the hard road, but over time, it's going to be home free. One last example with that. Sometimes I talk about 
putting yourself out there on video to build a relationship with people. Because right now, video is hands down the best way you can build relationships with people on autopilot without having to be there. But I understand the easy road gets hard, the hard road gets easy. It's easy not to put yourself out there, not to record that video. It's hard to overcome your own personal limitations or what will people think of me or confidence or now I have to understand the lighting and the scripting and remembering what to say and the technical equipment. That's hard, but you only have to do it one time, then you're home free. So the easy road gets hard and the hard road gets easy. So I hope you enjoyed this month's episode. We're going to be releasing next month. We do it the first Tuesday of each month, 6 a.m. Sydney time. So you don't miss out. Make sure you subscribe now. So just hit the subscribe button on wherever you're listening to this podcast on. And until we meet again, just remember, you don't have to get it right. You just have to get it started. You've been listening to Marketing Made Easy with Cham Tang. Cham is a marketing and client attraction expert. He shows people how to get a 500% return on every marketing dollar they spend, even if they're starting from scratch. With over 12 years experience in the business and personal development industry, Cham is a certified Facebook professional and has worked with Anthony Robbins, Dr. John Demartini and thousands of small businesses. Cham Tang is the head of marketing and co-founded Authentic Education in 2019 with Benjamin J. Harvey. The Huffington Post described it as Australia's leading training company in helping people do what they love. He has appeared in the media on SBS Insights, Sydney Morning Herald, ABC Radio and on news.com.au. With his dynamic and no BS presenting style, he is passionate about helping people attract more prospects, sell meaningful products and services and get rewarded for it. To stay up to date with the latest trends and inspiring tips, follow Cham on Facebook, Instagram or YouTube at Cham Tang Official.